Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. My, or Will, just before Mike goes on to this, now that yeah, we're yeah. 40 minutes into the recording, should we do the clap so we sync up our recording? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, everyone get ready to clap. Just I'll, for the I'll, ease of the edit, I'll say, you know? I'll say three, two, one, go, on go, okay? Three, two, one, go! <laughs> Hello, welcome. Come and sit down by the Christmassy fire, have a Christmassy drink, and listen to this Christmassy podcast. Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out whether they're worthy of the hype. They're likes, but are they legitimate likes? I'm Will, and I'm joined as always by Ho Ho Hugh. Hello, Will. Season's greetings. How are you? (laughs) I'm very well. I regret the accent choice, and that wasn't the first take, so I'm sorry about that. No, no, we've been here 45 minutes and counting. Yeah, it's Happy just festive Will goes day. through all of his, his accents. Uh, yeah, you too. I feel I'm, I'm, I'm probably feeling a little little grinchy, maybe, as, you, as the listeners can probably tell. I'm a bit stuffed up with a cold, but uh, I'm sure that that won't impact on my normal sunny outlook on life. <laughs> Even before you said that, I was like, God, this is a this is a coldy sentence and not because of the way you're saying it. Yeah, yeah. Your life is a bit bunged up, isn't it? Oh. Um no? No? Yeah, I suppose I suppose I didn't think we'd talk about that till our next session. But what <laughs> uh what in particular were you going to identify as the, the bunged upness? I think your your general approach and demeanour to the world. Mm-hmm. It sort of feels like it's all being experienced through a, a layer of phlegm. Yeah, and I'm not really going anywhere, I guess. No. You know, just sort of. <laughs> Hugh, I don't know why it's become this. It's Christmas, Hugh. It's Christmas. I know. I think I'm nervous because there are about 47 people on this Zoom call because <laughs> Michael decided to invite everyone he's ever met and some people he haven't to this episode of Legitimate Likes, and I don't know what to and do with some it. some people he haven't. I mean, let, well, let's start Let's start bringing people in, will we? I'm actually sitting beside one of our, one of our uh, regular contributors, Jeremy Kinsella. Hi, Jeremy. Yeah, hi, Hugh. It's great to be here with all of your friends and three other people. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, so like that you're a regular contributor rather than fan favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not there yet. Yeah, you know, statistically, Jeremy's been on this podcast multiple times. Well, twice. <laughs> Two's a multiple of one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And of two. The only even prime number of times, Jeremy. Thank you. Do you Thank think you. we're going to spend this long talking about each guest? Because it might be the whole podcast. Uh, most of the guests are more interesting than Jeremy as well. Indeed. So, like, we, we should spend more, yeah. really. Yeah, Jeremy, yeah. you've been on for wrestling and The Godfather. Are you, are yeah. you glad high to art, be low art. coming back for Christmas? I am. Which was high art, which was low art? That's for you to decide, you. Okay. Well, who else do we have? We have uh, the man, the myth, legend, Grizzle Kicks himself, Alan Grace. Hello, Alan Grace. How are we all doing? Grace. Very well. How are you? Good to see you I'm, again. I'm good. Getting in the Christmas spirit. I see you. I'm the only dickhead who uh, went to the bother of putting on a Christmas jumper for an audio medium. <laughs> we appreciate you for it. Yeah. And of course, it's not really visible on the Zoom call either. No, it just I, looks I know like exactly. your young child has thrown up in chunks on the top of your jumper. <laughs> he is wont to do that as well. Uh, seeks me out for it actually w- won't get sick on her mummy because that would make her sad will get sick on daddy because that is hilarious because that's kind of his thing <laughs> uh, yeah that's that's uh, well, it's, a, it's a girl but that's that's her her outlook on life <laughs> no don't worry you it's okay <laughs> he meant it was your thing <laughs> oh no I just uh, a keen a keen amateur rather than fully invested what would I mean no, I'm not even going to go there. No. Speaking of sickle down here, please welcome back to the podcast, Conor McAndrew. Thank you. Is that fair enough, Conor? Yeah, yeah, thank you for that. I mean, it almost seems like I'm a producer, given the amount of uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, disgust that that held. I mean, We thought regular contributor was going to be the lowest, yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah. Jeremy's, Jeremy's nailed it. <laughs> Conor, you've been on for the big occasions before. You came on for New Year's Eve last year, of course. Absolutely. Big birthday day for me. In one of our feistier episodes, I That's think. That's true. That's true. I think I... I think I was slowly but surely just sort of realizing I'd given away too much information that I could be fished effectively. Mm. But but Connor, what a what a tasty catch you'd be. <laughs> everyone everyone wants to, wants to land that tuna. <laughs> or maybe salmon, smoked salmon better for Christmas I suppose would yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's, no one's eating tuna on Christmas day. I mean I probably will at some point, you know. Straight from the can. So are you Brian are you Brian or olive oil? Oh Brian, Brian. Yeah. yeah. So you no want oil. the taste of the sea. Olive oil is too greasy. Okay. But I suppose as always, when we have questions like this, the best person to ask is a medical doctor. So hello and welcome, Max Carter, you're back. Hi, good to see you. Yeah. What's up? Any any thoughts on tuna? Yeah, well, I would just say that, like, it's normally sunflower oil, I think, not olive oil. So I just wanted oh, to raise Oh, Max, we shop in different shops. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so if you're buying a tuna tuna, that's under seven euro. There's a particular guy. It has a gold wrapper. It's organic. It's Portuguese. And uh, I'll be damned if anyone will tell me it's not the best tuna sandwich in the world as a result of it. So, yeah. Ma- Mags, if your flesh was, like, cut up and put in some sort of preserving liquid, what would you choose? Brine, I think. Nice. Solid. Maybe, given my profession, formaldehyde, maybe. We'll have the chunks forever. Yeah, exactly, forever. We're back to chunks. <laughs> uh, let's bring in my two favourite chunks of my friendship group, Jamie and Emil. Jamie Finn and Emil Franchi. Don't know why I didn't give them their full names. Don't know why I did them at the same time, but there you go. Fight. We actually come in a tin together. <laughs> it's delicious. Mm. Which one's the brine? You're like a little variety pack. <laughs> you know what? I've actually started getting these tuna ones where it's like tuna infusions. Ooh. And yeah, 
Thank and do you, you like spray like, it on your pillow or something? That's why I'm at the top of the pile of this video call. Um, it's a trickle down effect, as you can see. That's the second time I've used that in the opening ten minutes of this podcast. But yeah, it's uh, spicy, spicy tomato. If you were going to ask me, it's very nice. Thank you, Jamie. Your turn. Well, I, I'm not entirely sure how I'm going to top that, but uh, tuna's delightful. Well, you use it on a rye vita, so it tops the rye vita. So oh, sorry, right? What? What? So what does it come in the can with tomato? Do you want me to go and look? Yeah, go on then. Be, be yeah. right back. You, you just wait there. <laughs> we have lemon and thyme. Lemon and the and best thing about these is they, they, they stack like this as well. Oh, that's very, 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 uh, Oh, my God. Soy and ginger. Oh, God, there goes McDonald's. Uh, chili and garlic as well. Thank you very much. It's been great to be here. What? Uh, who? Uh, go on, give the, give the brand a shout out. What, uh, John West. The fishmonger from Aldi. It's a real rip-off of John West. <laughs> Dave East. <laughs> and that's from this month's sponsor, Tuna Box, where you get a selection of tunas delivered to your door. <laughs> with the tuna fish you'd add in your life. 50% off the first box with Smells Like Tuna. Mm. Crucially, though, you can try it for 100 nights risk-free <laughs> and then send it back. Big Chino will be all over this, I'll tell you. Okay, so we've, we've, we've got Will's friends north and south, and now who's left? We've Ross. Ross, who I suppose might be something of a mystery to the listeners, because he is on an as-yet-unreleased episode, and we'll let you decide whether that's because it wasn't any good, or because I haven't got around to editing it yet. <laughs> I think <laughs> Ross is finding out in the moment that that was a possibility. <laughs> let my words be free, you. <laughs> <laughs> That is the best entrance line I've ever heard to anything. For too long, for too long, you've been shut down, Ross. Exactly. You're like a peacock. You got a sore. Yep. The people need to hear my word feathers. <laughs> and, so I was going to say, speaking of sore, um, let's let's bring in the people who've engineered all this absolute chaos. Um, producers Michael and Anya, a very Merry Christmas to you both. Hello. Merry Christmas. I feel like Merry we've Christmas. we've lost control entirely. Michael, I was convinced you do your usual thing, which is your come ye in, sit you down, half yeah. of my eggnog and my mince pies. It's always it's when he puts on his deep voice to sound like his dad. <laughs> my, my big boy voice. <laughs> wow, yeah, well it's great to have everyone here. Michael, what what have you done? I mean, what, what what was the logic for this? Why have you done this? You know, we've 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 been doing this podcast for you know quite a while, a year and a half. We've had seventy odd episodes. The formula seems to be working. And now you've said, I'll tell you what we'll do. Let's get way more people on so that they'll talk <laughs> yeah. over each other. They won't have enough time to actually get to know any of them. And yeah, wh- like what's the what's the idea here? Yeah, well, what's so- your best case scenario here? <laughs> like so, best yeah. case scenario, four people leave in the next ten minutes, and the ones who are left hate each other. Christmas, isn't it? Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, the idea here is uh, to have you all around our, uh, to ours for Christmas dinner, and please take it easy on the canapes because they're due to last all night. Okay. Are the canapes those three cans of tuna? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit worried that that's cat food as well. A meal. There's two mentions of it now, so if I get a third one, I get to keep them. <laughs> <laughs> is that they rent them out to you? You have to prove that you've mentioned it on enough places. Yeah. Don't eat for the endorsements you have. Eat for the endorsements you want. <laughs> Davy, it's coming at you. <laughs> Last year, we, we determined that Christmas is indeed a legitimate bike, so there's no question about that. 
This year, what we're doing is we're going to have a Christmas-themed draft. We're going to ask each of you to pick your favourite Christmas song, your favourite Christmas movie, and your favourite Christmas suite to construct the ultimate Christmas, if you will. The ultimate raft? <laughs> yes. So we're doing a Christmas-themed draft. And themed. do we have to build it together and then float it on the waters of New Year? For, for the recording, go back to the tapes, themed draft. It's left a good enough gap there. But before we get into our draft... We have our classic Legitimate Likes three question quiz, which we're going to kick off with. Now, the, because we've got so many people on the call here, we're going we're gonna to break these up by teams, okay? So I think what we'll do is the first question will go to the team of Emile and Marguerite. Um, Anya, do you want to kick off with, with question number one? That's a big, big pairing now. You know, we've got, we've got serious, serious. What's the word? Tuna and Brian. Tuna and Brian. Tuna and Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Tuna and brine, mistletoe. <laughs> so I'm going to give you guys, um, in, in, in Michael's immortal words, I'm going to give you a topping. Um, <laughs> some of you may recall that from autumn episode. I'm going to give you three Christmas traditions. I need you to tell me which one I have made up and which two are real. So our first one is the pickle in the tree. Um, which is a German tradition where family members hide a pickle somewhere in the branches of their Christmas tree and whoever finds it gets a gift. Our second tradition is from Iceland, the Yule Lads of Iceland. Um, So these are 13 Yule Lads and they traditionally leave cold potatoes for bad children. They're all brothers and are the sons of a cruel giant known for eating a stew made out of bold kids. Um... Some of these are quite friendly, but others have sinister names like the doorway sniffer and the window peeper. Mm. <laughs> and our last one is from Argentina and is known as Boyos Navadinos de Cueso de Cabra, <laughs> which is the uh, Christmas tradition of baking boiled goat's cheese dough balls and hiding them under your family member's pillow on Christmas Eve. I think that the last one is fake. And that you made up a Portuguese title for it in Google Translate to add to the credibility. Okay. The concept that you could put a fried goat's cheese ball under a pillow with any kind of joyous consequence is clearly false. Also that an Argentinian Christmas celebration would have a Brazilian or Portuguese title. (laughs) No, it's a Spanish title. Apologize, apologies, Spanish. I still think that you made it up. Do you think it's the pickle, the you lads, or the the Quaso de Cabra? That's uh, I that's I awesome. I've, I've heard of Germans hiding something in the trees. I, you know, um, <laughs> I'd say you have. From the other. <laughs> no, it's a weekend you don't no. talk about anymore. No. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, cherries so, in the woods. And I've heard of the you lads. I well, I'll trust your. Ju- I'm going to trust judgment on that one. I I don't know. I think. Uh, the the logic of the queso is it just it just seems too good to be true. Um, <laughs> Anya loves a little something under her pillow as well. Please don't say that on the podcast. You <laughs> wouldn't know what I find tonight. I was mesmerised by the mid the mid one, and I, I've forgotten what it was about people. It was the Yule lads with the baked potatoes. Did you say people get cooked in a pan? Their, their their dad cooked a load of kids in a pan. Right. Okay. God. Yeah. Um. Oh dear. 
I'm going to have to go for the final one as well, I think. I think I'm gonna Yeah, go. you're dead right. The Bolos Navadinas, the quiz of the camera, was uh, <laughs> made up on Google Translate four minutes ago. Thank God for that. So uh, you've absolutely nailed it. Well done, Emil and, and Max. Great success for the tuna I a pickle in my tree this year. That's quite a nice one. <laughs> Again, don't say that, Emil. <laughs> and you can go pickle finden. <laughs> <laughs> So well done. That's 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 team team one through the gates. Uh, team oh, two. Good name. Good name as well. Is, is <laughs> everyone Sorry, else Michael, also so podcast? If they don't get this right, they don't get to stay on. I didn't realise there was a knockout. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sudden death from now on. <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole Squid Game scenario, basically. Is what we're doing here. Um, team two. You've heard that's a good show, have you, Michael? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kids are talking about it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Seems to be popular that was, that with was, young people. That was big 14 months ago. <laughs> I overheard a TikTok on the bus. <laughs> um, <laughs> so team, team two is Ross, Jamie and Jeremy. Okay. Oh, and also, I will let you know that Anya and I did not coordinate on the questions in advance. So mine is also about Christmas traditions from around the world, two of which are yes. real and one of which I made up. And one this of which one of which was about a pickle in a tree as well. So we'll have to swap that one out. So, um, okay, so on Christmas morning, Finnish families traditionally eat a porridge made of rice and milk topped with cinnamon, milk or butter. Whoever finds an almond placed inside one of the puddings wins. But some families cheat and hide a few almonds so the kids don't get upset. And then everyone goes for a sauna together. So that's tra- tra- tradition number one. In Montana, it has been tradition since frontier times to cook the Christmas turkey three days before Christmas and then leave the turkey in deep snow outside the house until it's time to serve it. In recent years, local authorities have asked people to refrain from doing this due to a spike in food poisoning, interactions with local wildlife, and turkey-related crime. That's tradition number two. And then tradition number three, in the Venezuelan capital of Caracas, it's become a tradition for people to make their way to church on roller skates every year on Christmas morning. It's even become common for children to sleep with one lace from their skates tied around their toe so that their friends can wake them up with a friendly tug on the lace. So, is it the Finnish almond porridge? Is it the Montana snow turkey? Or is it the Caracas lace on the toe? Which I mean, it's it's heartbreaking that that one of them isn't true. Um, I, think... I think two of them aren't true, right? There's only one that's true, right? No, no. Is there only one that's true? No, uh, one two one is made up. Two are real. Oh, brilliant! One I've made okay. up. The roller skate one can't be real, surely. I don't. I don't think the turkey one makes any sense. No, I think the turkey one makes the most sense. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> How does that make sense? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it doesn't, but like, out of the, out of the three... But, but my question is, no, it doesn't add up. You need to think about it forensically. Why have the wildlife only started engaging with the cooked turkeys in the last few years? <laughs> Do you really think children would take a strap out of their roller skate and then tie it around their toe for a night and then take it off again and then put it back in? Absolutely. Have you and met kids? Roller skate to church? <laughs> have you met kids? They're daft. <laughs> I'd say I'd say the Finnish one is real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah, the, we 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 yeah. all agree that the rice part sounds lovely. It sounds like a lovely trip. So turkey or roller skates, guys? <laughs> You're underestimating Michael's ability to invent a really fucking boring fact. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's what got us last time. 
<laughs> this is the man who had to invent a fake conspiracy theory for the conspiracy theory episodes and you went the moon is a hologram that was the best you could come up with um, so it sounds like I might vote it listen go with your heart if, if you believe that the Venezuela, people of Venezuela don't have joy and fun in their hearts then go for your salmonella riddle turkey <laughs> Monsters. What do you think, Jamie? Do you think roller skates as well is the false one? I, I, I have a feeling it's probably the roller skates. I think. Okay. I think roller skates too. Yeah. Our, I think our, our, the silent investor in our team has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> Michael looks smug. We may have got this wrong. So the Michael always looks smug. He's got resting smug face. <laughs> yeah, um, you're right. So the uh, the Finnish porridge is is real. The Venezuelan roller skates thing is also real. Ah, shockingly, as is oh, as is the, sorry, the laser on the toe and the Montana snow turkey. That's all me. <laughs> it was pure Michael. It was absolutely pure Michael. Clearly, none of the Michael. rest of you listen to every episode in the shower like I do. <laughs> Michael, nearly all of your invented foods are things being buried or, or hidden or secreted or, or, or investigated yeah. by the police yeah. or put in a put in a muslin bag for three months. You, Michael, you'd love to be, you'd love to be like steamed, then deep frozen and then nibbled up by coyotes, wouldn't you? Like that's the number one fantasy. Yeah, but it's so expensive. Yeah. That's my Christmas tradition, actually. <laughs> Michael did for a stag, I think. Yeah. Michael, do you have a last question for the, for the I do, and I think, for the winners. I think our last team is, uh, so it's it's Gracie and Connor, right? That's it. That's, that's who's left. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Worlds colliding, can I just Yeah, say? amazing, amazing. Well, <laughs> this is the most unacceptable. We not, We've just been we forgotten. Is this you. is this how they're telling us? <laughs> yeah, this is it. Yeah. Okay. Anya, Anya, while Michael's asking this one, you have to make up a question for myself and Will. Yes, please. Jokes <laughs> so happy about that. Okay. Yeah. Question uh, so question three then. Uh, what on. I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you uh, three Christmas cracker jokes and you have to try and come up with the answer to the Christmas cracker joke. Okay, oh, and I'll allow, I'll okay. allow, you know, group group participation is it. So, but but I've enlisted the help of some famous friends to uh, to, to to get this one oh, done. Jesus okay. Christ! <laughs> okay, so it's the worst part of the podcast. Ready? Why are Christmas trees so bare? <laughs> Could we hear that? Is that is that like a JFK emulator? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> If, if we say we can't hear it, will it stop? <laughs> I love that he's holding the phone speaker up to his earphone. Mic. Oh yeah, production values. <laughs> oh wow! I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you another blast. You've come a long way from Radio One, Emil, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Emil, the first, I do this not because it is easy, but because it is hard. So uh, here's Schwarzenegger at the end there. <laughs> Here we go. Why are Christmas trees so bad at knitting? So that's, why are Christmas trees so bad at knitting? All right, Connor, you're on Team Gracie you now. Bring your A game. <laughs> I think we're going to have so many conversations about team name. Uh, that's the start of it. Uh, <laughs> why are Christmas trees so bad at knitting? I think I've got it. It's, yes. it's got to be something with dropping needles. Something terrible like that. There you go. Because they're a tree. Because they have no body to go with. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's a block of ice. 
Alan, you, you hit the nail on the head. That's what it is. Would you like to hear a very inspirational JFK uh, uh, delivering the punchline? Here we go. Because they always drop their needles. There we go. <laughs> Michael, I don't need to give you notes like mid-show, but maybe don't tell us what the answer is until JFK has told us, because otherwise you're just playing something we all have just heard. Okay, okay. I'll take the feedback on board. Okay, okay. Thanks. Here's, here's question question two. Here we go. What happened to Santa when he went speed dating? What happened to Santa when he went speed dating? Can we hear that? Yeah, absolutely. What happened to Santa when he went speed dating? Was that Schwarzenegger? That was Schwarzenegger. <laughs> it was. It this was. is this is one of those times where I don't I don't have that Chris I don't have like a Jimmy Carr style brain where I do one liners. <laughs> So the logic of Christmas cracker jokes—they actually, they actually consistently remark. Like they're consistently remarkable. Uh, well, my team's left me high and dry here. Um, oof. Uh, anyone, anyone, any ideas? I can, I can only think Jimmy because he only comes once a year. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a different Santa joke. It's, it's not a Santa joke. Uh, does he like? Does he slay? Someone with a sack. Who knows? Everywhere. Because he always has to have ho ho three hoes. A one horse open lay. <laughs> no. Oh. Well, I don't think. It, oh, do you want to hear? Do you want to hear what Arnold? Okay, here we go. Okay. Here we go. Did that AI just repeat the remix version of this? Why, why, why Santa, Michael? If there's one person who doesn't pull crackers at Christmas, it's Santa. Yeah. It's everyone else. I'd say Santa does. Also, he doesn't, he's married. He's a married man, Michael. Yeah, uh, that'll stop him. Gets about. <laughs> he does. Yeah. He does. He's on the road a lot, I guess. <laughs> no, it's a lonely life. Can this be a legitimate like? Is Santa a shit? Yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> Slave labor. Uh, animal rights issues. Motherfucker. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, the songs to be believed, Famously right? Famously witnessed kissing. Yeah, yeah. Don't, think he, don't think he left it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw mommy yeah. fucking Santa Claus. He brought his sack upstairs as well. Family part of <laughs> you, you know that our mums and dads listen to you. <laughs> do you have a third one for us, Michael? I do, I do. Okay, okay, here we go. Whichever leaves is warmest in winter. Whichever leaves is warmest in winter. So that is, which athlete is warmest in winter? Is that the Queen? It is the Queen. Family. Jeremy, would you repeat the question? Which athlete is warmest in winter? It's so good! <laughs> no one. L- Linford Christmas? Oh, Jumper? Yeah, very good. Very what, nice. Coming in half with the 1992 knowledge? Why is he warm? Why is he warm? Oh, so is, Michael, are we looking for a, for a, a specific, obviously a pun, but for a specific athlete pun a, or for a, a type it's a of sport a category of sport pun. Oh, is it like, oh, is it like, uh, is it like, because he's got a high jumper on or something? Yeah, Christmas jumper, yeah. Long jumper? Do you want to hear? Here we go. Here yeah, we go. Here. Yeah. Long jumper. There we go. Oh. A long jumper. That's not a Christmas pun. It's part of the winter collective of winter jokes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The expanded universe. 
My, well, I had fun. Okay, Anya, question for Will and Hugh, the Forgotten Ones. Um, okay, so I can give you some one-star reviews of Christmas movies, and you just tell me what Christmas movies they are. Excellent. Okay. Is it just me, or is this whole idea on the sick side? Imagine how uncomfortable this jolly little yard would be for divorced parents and their kids. Okay. Forgot that Will hasn't seen any movies. Yeah, not helpful. Which film? Oh, oh, oh! It's the the one with Tim Allen in it. What's it called though? Oh, Father. Ah, oh, oh, Tim. Home Improvement. Christmas Improvement. Home Alone Improvement. <laughs> in in into the wild. Uh, um, uh, the the Santa Claus. Yes, the Santa Claus. Claus. I did yeah. all of the working out. <laughs> Quite angulated. Well done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, really, okay. I really want to see Home Alone Improvement. <laughs> <laughs> so you've destroyed your house. Okay, our second one. The little green guy just isn't quite the same these days. Oh, is that one of the Gremlins? Is that a later Gremlins movie, I wonder? Like Gremlins 8 or something. Are the Gremlins a Christmas movie? Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Big well, sounds like, sounds like it's, not, it's not the right it's answer, not the Gremlins. though. It's not the Gremlins. Um, is it going to be uh, The Grinch, one of the animated versions of The Grinch? He's not little, though, is he? Isn't he very tall? A bit in the animated one. No, I don't know. I haven't seen any of them. Depends how big your TV is. Well, there's a baby Grinch at one point. Yeah, yeah. There's a wee one at one point, so that's... Yeah. That, yeah. He's a little green one. But the Grinch slaps. <laughs> he slaps what? Who? Who slaps who? What does that mean? The Grinch. <laughs> I bet the Grinch. Who's the Grinch slapping? I know. I was trying to think of a better way of putting the Grinch. Oh, you not? have to get off TikTok. <laughs> yes. You're in your mid person. You have to stop. Slap's a good thing now. You want to you wanna pinch the Grinch, is it? <laughs> who, who, who just gently said, is slap's a good thing now? <laughs> that was me. I, I'm so out of touch, I didn't realise. It was so good. Would you, would you oh, rather... Jesus, I can't keep up. <laughs> Someone tell no, us, Smith. It's the other little green guy. Flubber. Flubber. <laughs> <laughs> how do you not? Uh, how are you not getting this? Monty Don. Yoda. Does hey, anyone know? I mean, I the Star Wars Christmas special. Li- little the main green, green guy, and he has a green son. The Grinch. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> green son. The main green guy. Or maybe Shrek. Green. The main green guy. Kermit the man the who sells Just the sweet corn. The sweet corn. Kermit guy. the Frog. Kermit the Frog. He goes oh, ho ho ho. Right. Green giant. <laughs> Did we, just, did we just bypass Charles Dickens' work to say that the Muppets was the primary source? <laughs> <laughs> and actually, while we're at it, Stomp Mary Avoid, Santa the Grinch and Kermit as Bob Cratchit. Santa, you know for? Santa in which film, though? In The Claws? Um, oh, good question. Or are we Santa... talking some sort of Santa on OnlyFans? <laughs> I saw Santa on OnlyFans. I mean, you avoid, you avoid Kermit. You avoid Kermit, don't you? Or kill Kermit. Kermit. Was, I think, I think you marry Kermit. No, marry. Have you seen him? Have you seen that hovel they're living in? He's okay. not earning any money. It's like every day. What do you want for breakfast? <laughs> no, marry Santa. Um, kiss the Grinch. It's, it has to be avoid the Grinch. I mean, the Grinch is. And no, no, you want one night with the Grinch, Connor. Yeah, one night. Oh, I want yeah. a night with the eighty-five pound Grinch. Sorry, it went from a, yeah, it went from a kiss to <laughs> a <laughs> night of romance you, with the you, Grinch. Yeah, I think you you have, you have an ulterior motive with the Grinch. 
Well, any any time Anya introduces this game, she goes with the very sort of lady in her fifties. Kiss, marry, or avoid. <laughs> avoid, avoid is so funny. It's just like you'll cross the road when the yeah, group is exactly. around. Like. That was my third question. Um, so that's it. I mean, I think you're. We've we've. We, I'm likely you're happy. We've completed the the port the, the quiz portion. Yeah, um, absolutely. We can we can all get into the draft. We you're you're all allowed in this because just because it's Christmas, all right. So this is how this is going to work. We have three rounds, three categories are going to go through each of you in a random order to be assigned, uh, and each of you has to pick and justify your top Christmas choice in each round. Uh, and but once someone else has picked an option, it's off the table. Any questions? What are you most scared of? Human emotions. <laughs> <laughs> Now we need to come up with a uh, with a draft order. If only someone had thought of an elaborate and festive way to assign the draft order. Now, Hugh, I, w- I want you to narrate what my my setup here. I really hope that Kermit the Frog is going to tell us this. So we've got a pot, uh, a, a saucepan of some kind with a with a is lid with Pyrex lid on it. Oh, he's he's saying there's something nifty in there. Is it going to be tuna? Um, oh, do you not have a wheel, tuna, actually, because I've got. Quite a <laughs> what, what is that? They do stack very nice. Oh, he signed our names to Brussels sprouts. In a cost of living crisis, he's throwing away food with pens. It's disgusting. It's disgusting to see. <laughs> In his in his defense, in his defense, he'll have to peel the outer layer and add a cross to the base before they're eaten. So to be fair, they're still perfectly viable sprouts. Okay, I'm going to. I, I will say there's a reason FIFA 30 don't use this because it smells horrendous. It's Sorry, from there. Michael, you 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 bought some Brussels sprouts and put them in a bowl, basically. Why do they smell horrendous? They, it's a, it's a warm room, and they, I did it early this morning. So okay, bit bit, bit attention, guys. Ball. Bit attention. Here okay, here comes here comes sprout number one. It is. It's exciting. Gracie. Alan. Alan. Okay. You're in. Oh my god, we're going through this all. Right. I'll speed this up. Sprout number two. Uh-huh. Is somebody tracking this? It's Hugh. It's Hugh. I am, I am, okay. I am. It's Max. Do we not have analysis of every pick out of the draft? You know? We come back to that afterwards. Okay, we've got a big a big three coming up here at the start. <laughs> Oh, Jamie, Jamie, Sprout 4. It's you your best Jamie. friend and mine, Jamie Finn. Jamie, how do you feel about being fourth? Uh, ecstatic. Fantastic. Sprout 5. Connor. Connor. Oh, Sprout 6 or 7. Jeremy. Sprout 6. Oh, yeah. Sprout 7. Ross McGuire. Oh, Ross, Sprout 7. Bets on the last two. Who's, who's going to be penultimate? We've got Connor and Mags left. Is it? Oh no, Emil. I'm still. Yeah. To go, Did you leave yeah. someone out? Yeah, I'm. In, I'm here as well. Is Connor in? Is he? <laughs> you, you just didn't pay attention at all. Mags and I have been pulled. <laughs> oh lucky! Oh, you pulled yes! that Will. Well, I've got backups. Baby. Will. You've got that double pick though, Emil. Though you know, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. end of the first round, start of the second. Mm, you know, at the turn. So round one of the draft is Christmas song. So I'm going to allow a pretty loose definition of what is and isn't a Christmas song. Uh, I think we'll let Remnant. the group decide. Um, so have at it. First, first round pick is is Alan. Alan, you've got a strategically important mm, position the here. You can reset the tone well, for the, the entire there, There's a correct answer to each of these. Um, and Ooh. so I, and a lot of people are going to get this horribly wrong throughout, but I, I, I won't take the correct answer now because I think that would be a bit unfair first out the gate. 
Um, so I'm going to go for a song that's a, a little probably less known um, by Outcast called Players Ball. Ooh. Uh, Interesting. And it's the story of Christmas Day in Atlanta where all the players and pimps from Atlanta decide to hold a ball. And, you know, it, it cuts through the, the commercialism of Christmas in a really nice way and just takes it back to its roots of drug dealing and prostitution. Right, with your ho-ho-hos. Yeah. I tell you, I'm going to seem pretty lame after this. <laughs> <laughs> I seem pretty lame normally, Gracie, but you've really set me up I mean, for this one. Are you yeah. like a spaceman kid traveling yeah. with me by <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I, 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 I probably do have to address that, that past now, because my first appearance in this podcast was me going to bat for someone who quite quickly positioned himself as the world's foremost anti-Semite. Don't talk about Michael like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I came on and, and, and went to so, bat for yay. Yeah, good work there, Gracie. More like nay. <laughs> Perfect. So, Hugh, your Christmas song. Yours has been taken, though, Hugh. <laughs> That's true, yeah. I'll, I'll have to go to my... I'll have to go to my backup again. midwinter. I was once at a... I don't know, should I even say this, because... Well, Dennis, if you're listening, you know, that's fine. I was at uh, a christening of the child of a friend of mine, and uh, there was a party in the house afterwards, and I think an elderly aunt is still singing in the bleak midwinter. My <laughs> God. I mean, like, no, I'll tell you what, every, we felt every word of that. Um, so I'm going to go for, for my favourite. I, I have a very clear favourite Christmas song. Absolutely love it. Uh, however, I invariably make a mistake when I suggest it as something that we either, if I was doing a, used to be in a choir and we'd sing some Christmas songs and I'd say, oh, let's let's do this one. And then by the time we got there, I'd realize I'd said Merry Christmas, everyone, when I meant Merry Christmas, everybody by Slade, which I remember from a very small child, just always remembering, you know, look to the future now, it's only just begun. What a song. Also, I, I recently... Um, when singing it in school last year, I really unnecessarily uh, rewrote the bridge of the song, which uh, normally says, um, What will your daddy do when he sees your mommy kissing Santa Claus? Oh, and I was like, oh, I just don't want to. I just don't want to mess with Santa in a school and raise <laughs> questions about anything. So I changed it to. How am I supposed to sleep when there's only hours left till Santa comes? Oh, oh, oh. And there you go. That's so lovely. almost worse in a way when you think about <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> also, big up Santa lasting hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, the old, uh, the old junior infants won't be singing it this year, so... <laughs> But uh, thanks, thanks, yeah, so... <laughs> Sorry, is it Merry Christmas, everybody, or Merry, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, everybody. So, Merry Christmas, everyone, is Snow is Falling. Shaking Stevens. Yeah, Shaking Stevens. So, no, I'm going with the one which I now view as written by uh, me and Slade. Merry Christmas, everybody. The one, that's the one that starts, it's Christmas! Yeah. Yeah. Not, okay. Hmm. Top pick, you. Well done. Uh, Max? Um, probably uh, Feed the World slash do they know it's Christmas um, because it makes me laugh every time I hear somebody in a charity <laughs> song <laughs> screaming thank god it's them instead of you which is just the shittiest possible sentiment <laughs> children, children in a famine in another country like it's I suppose it's a meditation on the fact that you know if there is a god he would certainly be a very vengeful one 
and that you know capitalism is a real swizz um, and you just have to be happy you just have to be happy that you're boring clinging to the door you know and not in the icy Atlantic so um, yeah that for me is the spirit of Christmas uh, there was a documentary there was a documentary about the making of and uh, they all they all like agree um, Mags that Bono was extremely brave to take that lyric yeah <laughs> He's a brave guy. <laughs> That's their take on it. They're like, he took it, he took it, he took it, you know, and there's no one else that could have done it, you know? Roshi uh, Ingle might have had a try at it, given her uh, recent opinion piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Jamie, your, your Christmas song pick. Um, I, there's, a, there's a song I, I particularly enjoy called uh, Dominic the Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> which is, is uh, I, I hasten, it is an absolute bang of a, of a track. <laughs> Uh, for those who don't know, and if there is a sample, it's about an Italian Christmas donkey who helps Santa because the, the reindeer, despite the fact they can fly, they can't deal with the, the hills of Italy. Uh, and it's uh, it's a delightful little number. I enjoy it. Uh, I know the words to it. Go on, <laughs> sing us a bit. Give us a bar. Well, it, it starts and it goes, ding ding ding, it's Dominic the donkey, ching and ching, the Italian Christmas donkey, la la la, la 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 Santa has a little friend, his name is Dominic, and then it goes on how he like helps Santa. It's a glorious number. I don't think I gave it the just. Jamie, do you know what? I said today I didn't feel Christmassy, but I feel Christmassy now. <laughs> I felt like yeah. I felt like I was at yeah, the wedding of the Godfather at the start of us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the power of Dominic the Donkey. Yeah. Yeah. But it is a that slave. Dominic is um is my Christmas. Yeah. That was a top top drawer choice. Excellent. Uh, we turn now to to Connor Connor McAndrew, your Christmas song pick. Yeah. Um, set the scene. It's 1980. Uh, Wings have just released their uh, their last uh, full studio album ten years after they formed with Band on the Run. So of course it must be a wonderful Christmas time by Sir Paul, uh, arguably one of his we- one of his weakest Beautiful. compositions, but uh, but but also one of the most the most the most redolent of Christmas tunes there is. Uh, him fighting with locals in a pub. If you're familiar with the video, uh, and then doing a lot of Ding dong, ding dong, ding, ooh, etc. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'd say that's my, that's my, that's my pick. That's a proper the classic. One, you mentioned, uh, yeah, you mentioned uh, Space Mountain Traveling. I always enjoy Space Mountain Traveling because it reminds me that there's a whole universe of Christopher Berg music I don't listen to, and that makes me very happy. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's that song, and then go, ah, I don't listen to it. <laughs> Jeremy, what's your, what's your Christmas song? Well, I was gonna go with the uh, the Christmas song released based on the popular. Early 2000s Channel 4 late night show Bo Selecta called Proper Crim Bo Selecta. <laughs> Absolute gem. If you haven't heard it, it's epic. So Come now sing with me yeah. a Proper Crim Bo Selecta. And I like that they sing it in English. It's essentially the song I actually would choose to probably stop the cavalry because they also have to kind of like that initial. That's such a pronounced accent in the song, I love it. But a, a, a tight club between the two, I know I picked two there, I'm sorry, I don't want to do take Proper Kimbo Selector away from anyone else. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I do wish I knew the, the lyrics. And the chorus, come and have a drink with me, Proper Kimbo Selector. Proper Grimbo, Proper Grimbo. <laughs> That's actually a really good uh, video to watch if you want to play Who's Dead Today. 
<laughs> Honestly, the amount of people in that video who are no longer with us, it's quite remarkable. We'll take a moment to remember them now. Most of them have been cancelled as well. Jeremy, uh, Stop the Cavalry reminds me, I was going to a funeral of Michael's wife, and as we pulled up, there was everyone gathered. Sorry to hear that, Michael, commiserations. <laughs> Gathered in the churchyard and accidentally the radio loudly played through the open windows Stop the Cavalry at the uh, grieving family. So, um, what a day, what a time. That cheer me up. Yeah. I mean, there are, there are worse things that could be played. Did you, you know when the Queen died? Yeah. Right. I, I may have told this story in the podcast before, but when the Queen died, it was all very sad for some people who cared. Um, but there was an announcement just before the start of Wicked, the musical, where they said, we just want to say, we're going along with the show, but we're going to observe a minute silence for the Her Majesty the Queen, then we're going to start the show. So they did the minute silence, and Wicked starts with, Good news! She's dead! Hey, <laughs> 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 so Jeremy, not to be a sticker, but what are you picking? I'll go with Proper Crimbo Selector then, come on, classic. Proper Crimbo Selector. <laughs> Ross McGuire... Your your Christmas pick. I know this will be a, a good one. Um, well, if it had been Christmas albums, obviously the correct answer. Jesu der du meine Seele, would be the correct answer would be a, a Christmas gift for you uh, from Phil Spector, which is obviously the world's greatest Christmas album, uh, even if it is slightly problematic. From the uh, world's greatest man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it has to be. A combination, like many songs, really, of 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 the words and the person singing them, um, is every Christmas or in around Christmas time uh, on TV. There's this Christmas spectacular I'm sure you're all familiar with, which is performed by the trilingual um, singer, uh, actor, and director uh, from Lebanon, Hiba Tawaji. Uh, who always performs her uh, most famous song, which is that year's version of Carol of the Bells, uh, which is usually in a combination of Arabic and English, and possibly also sometimes French, and is just one of the most spectacular Christmas performances you can ever see. They just really, really, really go in for Christmas in the Lebanon. Or Lebanon. We should just say Lebanon. They have got a Christmas tree on their flag as well, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they uh, of, course, of course, in Lebanon, they just call it a tree, but yes. Will. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Uh, I'm really struggling. I, so I, I've got some... Can I, can I give, like, honourable nods to no. some songs? Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, a, like a Tory-level 180 there. <laughs> It felt like you gave your honest answer and then you realised you were, like, with other people. <laughs> Absolutely not yet, Grant. Look, there's a song called Ho 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 by Sia, which is unbelievable, which is right. a, an exceptional Christmas song. I also absolutely love All I Want for Christmas is My Two Front Teeth by the Nat King Cole tree. <laughs> the Nat, Nat King Cole. That, Nat King Cole's Christmas album is perfect, but I have to answer honestly, which is the thing I listen to every Christmas, and it's when that's what that's when I know Christmas has begun, is... The Harmontown Christmas special called Dicks and Balls and Beer, which is a is a podcast, just a silly chat show podcast. And uh, early on in their thing, in like the early 2010s, they did a, a Christmas episode where they sing uh, Dicks and Balls and Beer to the tune the, the tune of Christmas Time Is Here by the Vince Guaraldi Trio. It's like Dicks and Balls and Beer, and it's very funny. Did you just describe something as a silly chat show podcast? <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible idea. Don't know why anyone would do it. Oh, what a stupid format, yeah. yeah. Um, but I listen to that every year, and as part of it, they just talk about Christmas. It's really nice, and as part of it, they spend about 20 minutes talking about how terrible that Paul McCartney song is. 
and they they rename it simply fulfilling a record company a record label contractual agreement um, i love that so that's my answer the harmontown christmas special dicks and balls and beer it's not a popular answer but it's an honest one okay emil can you do your one as if you're introducing it on the radio please <laughs> oh wow um see the thing is right, i've got three versions because i was thinking oh i could be really quirky and say oh i want a boob job for christmas but no <laughs> if i was on the radio i wouldn't be on any longer it, the the other option was uh, you know one that i i thought that might have been taken but wasn't and that's tim minchin's white wine in the sun mm. If I was from Australia, that would be my top pick. But I'm not. I'm from a cold, hardened area of the north, and I live on my own. So but I've gone Emil, for... can you, can you, when you're announcing your pick, pretend you're from Australia? <laughs> well, I really like Las Vegas. And uh, uh, they're, they're a great band from Scotland. No, hang on. Hang on. Just, can we cut that bit out? Um, Owen, you've met your match. If you want to try this tuna... Uh, <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> I've gone for Las Vegas. It's an EP. Um, Las Vegas are renowned for being a really merry and joyful band. Uh, so, they went mid a Christmas EP. It's 22 minutes of pure sadness. Um, <laughs> songs included on it are Fuck You, It's Over, um, Cruel Moon, Please Come Back Home. But it tops off with A Snowflake <laughs> Fell and It Felt Like a Kiss. And that is actually the, the same name of the EP. Uh, opens up with the line The breeze from the graveyard keeps murmuring death. I just, I love the album. I set, I set 20 minutes aside every year, um, and I did it the other day actually, so I've, you know, I've topped up for this year on cheer. Um, that's, that's, that's me. It's, you know what, it's, 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 it's brilliant. No, it's fine. Uh, no, it, you know what it is? It, it's just beautiful bittersweet Christmas because, you know, simply having a wonderful Christmas time, sometimes you're not. Mm. Oh, but look, the mood is right. We're here tonight, and that's enough. Uh, proper Grimbo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, here's Cardi B on the app. I don't know what it was. Did you just say here's Cardi B on the app? Yeah. And, and how you? <laughs> that how Cardi you B on the app. Whose voice was that on you? It sounded like uh, the old X Factor announcer guy. Uh, yeah, it was my sort of generic um, radio host voice. Mm. Uh. There, people are interested. What if, what if that same energy had a Geordie accent on you? That's a male. Yeah, I know, but I'd rather you do it. It's embarrassing when a male's here, though. Yes, I'd, I'd yeah. rather you do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, keep, keep explaining the subtext of the joke on you, please. <laughs> okay, Michael, what's the next round of our draft? Well, I, I, I have to say, first round. I got got more than I more than I could have uh, could have wished for. I'd say out of the nine picks, there were probably kind of four like mainstream, you know, commonly played uh, ones there. But yeah, Crimbo things for our, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of a lot of ones for for listeners to check out over this coming festive season. Uh, round two, though, I think we're, we're we're firmly mainstream on this one. I would think because it's Christmas movies. I want to hear your top Christmas movie. And we're going to go in reverse order now, so we're back to Emil for his, his pick. Right, well, I'm glad I'm going first here, because I feel it might it might get taken by someone else. I did think about Jingle All The Way, but then I realised that yes. sometimes that film can just be so bad when you, when you watch it later in life. Um, oh, you make me want to take it now. No, I'm going to go for... Home. <laughs> I, I like Home Alone. I just think that the John Williams score in itself is... It's nice, and... Um, so far, I think that that film is unproblematic. There's, there's no like, 
Yeah. Don't think there's any bad okay. jokes in it. Let's, let's 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 explore that. Let's explore that. Anything wrong with Home Alone? I suppose there's a bit of a child safety issue. Yeah, the violence. I suppose. The How do they afford that house? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why is that family so fucking rich? Yeah, yeah, unrealistic. <laughs> I think the fact that the parents flew in first class but put all of the kids in coach, as it were. Genius. Yeah. Genius. Really? That's how they're yeah. that rich. They don't get rich by writing big checks. That's a money-saving tip from that weekly Irish Times column. The kids can have that when they've worked for those Ooh. seats. <laughs> and are you going for Home Alone, Home Alone 1? Oh, God, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Well, Emil, you, you you had the first slot in the draft, and you picked, I think, the best Christmas movie. So, so job done. There. It's something right. that I I said I would watch every year, and then in the years after I said that, I think I skipped five years and never watched. It. So, <laughs> time to get back on the saddle. Classic self promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of the dream yeah. now, as well as an adult, that all your family would fuck off for Christmas and leave you alone in the house. <laughs> did you did you hear my choice of song? I think we've got we've got back covered. <laughs> Will, yeah. what are what are you going for? So I'm going to say Nativity, which my sister introduced me to. And it's now become a staple of Christmas that we always watch Nativity, which has Martin Freeman in it. Uh, and uh, it's about it's about a school doing a nativity show. And it's a really silly Christmas film. And it's got a load of kids in it in school. And a lot of it is half improvised. And it's just really joyful and silly. And the music's great. And uh, they did a stage show version of it in the past couple of years and that's great so you could d- you should definitely watch nativity it's silly it's a it's a christmas romp well you're nothing if not consistent because you recommended the same movie on the christmas episode last year <laughs> <laughs> didn't watch it then <laughs> so it's time to watch, watch it now nativity to will is what tuna is to me on this episode <laughs> uh, ross what are you what are you picking for your movie so i was uh, I, I was considering picking batman returns uh, because it's a deranged oh, yeah. film that takes yes, place at Christmas. Yes. But then I remembered my number one rule in life, which is that films that take place at Christmas but aren't about Christmas aren't Christmas movies. Die Hard is just an action film. And therefore, the most Christmassy movie of all time, if you grew up in Ireland, is the film that's always on at Christmas, which is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Because <laughs> it's not really Christmas until you've watched all three Indiana Jones films, and there's only three of them on RTE, including watching all of the ad breaks. That is the most Christmassy <laughs> film of all. So, wait, is Ross's argument that because it, it is on at Christmas, yeah, therefore, yeah, except it is traditionally oh, well, on every Christmas. That, yeah. that is a load of horseshit, though, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, God knows what you guys are watching over there. It's probably all like. Oh, we got to watch an episode of Porridge, the Christmas special. There's a great new documentary on Cromwell. <laughs> yeah, there's a crucial, crucial word that you said there, Anya, which was Christmas. <laughs> uh, you can't, uh, you can't just pick a film. This is an outrage. No. This is a goddamn outrage. I'll allow it. This I follow Ross's logic. I'll allow it. Um, well, you're the man who brought a beer to a cereal podcast. <laughs> Beerios can't eat themselves. <laughs> Jeremy, what are you going for your movie-wise? So, um, already mentioned, I love them, is uh, Gremlins, which will disagree with Ross's take on whether it's a Christmas movie, but it's certainly set at Christmas, very fun, not too long. Uh, there's a villain in it, there's a cute little mogwai, who's named Gizmo, and uh, yeah, it's great, love it, even like the sequel, which is less Gizmo's good. Gizmo's a girl! Very no, 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 he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a mogwai. Oh. I, they don't actually I, gender. Do you think he said mobwife? I thought he said mob wife at the start of his mouth. I was like, what is he? 
<laughs> like the band Mogwai. It's actually actually directed by David Chase. Yeah. yeah, the gritty remake of Gremlins, set in 1920s Chicago. Oh, I'm just sitting there going, "Fuck that movie had layers." <laughs> uh, okay, Connor, your Christmas movie. So, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a, a toss up between. Uh, there were no longer little girls; they were little women. Oh yeah. I mean. And Didn't you cry when you went to see oh, that? Oh, yeah, with a very new girlfriend at the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it, was, it was crucially, though, I was not crying at the death of little Meg. I was crying at the inability of the elderly neighbour to go into the house. And hit. it was a whole old man crying thing mm-hmm. rather than... Anyway. <laughs> That's when I cried when I went to see it, too. Yeah. I still hadn't really caught up with what the title was, and I already know that somebody died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or uh, Bill Murray Classic, Scrooged. So, you know, yes, you know. what are you going for? I mean, in this, I, I was sort of hoving towards the definition of a Christmas movie here and in, 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 in a bizarre twist of fate backing Will. Um, so I'm probably, going, yeah. I'm probably going full Scrooge rather than Little Women, which just happens to have the right chunks of it set at Christmas. But that's just life happening for those for those for those little women, those brave little women. Not to labour on the tears, but were they like manful sobs? Was it like tears gathering in your neckline, uh, heaving, crying? Yeah. What are we did talking? you cry out of your neck? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Did I? Did I open up my neck and then roar? Uh, <laughs> no, it was more. It was more just sort of uh, trying to very subtly brush away quite a large amount of water off my face uh, <laughs> while making no noise. Shameful sob. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sweating copiously. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, actually, Ross saw me eat a chicken's a uh, hot chicken sandwich last night, and I very much sweated from my cheeks. So, uh, so I mean, it's a, it's a plausible. That's a plausible piece of subterfuge, uh, certainly. Uh, you should bring a decoy to hot chicken sandwich to the cinema. Yeah, yeah, it's you. just, it's just I have very open pores. Yeah. <laughs> the kind of a kind of uh, emotion beard. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. J- Jamie, what movie are you going for? Um, well, I always find that in autumn I, I end up watching When Harry Met Sally and then I sort of carry on the Nora Ephron vibe going into You've Got Mail, which I, I think goes Ooh. against the rules of it's, it's a Christmas film or it's set, there's bits of it set around Christmas. Yeah, but work. I like those bits. That'll so I work. feel like it's a Christmas. Is, does it work? Is it yeah, allowed? Yeah, so I, I like it. It's Meg mm. Ryan, it's Tom Hanks, it's Love. It, it's a bookstore, it's New York, it's mm. delightful. It's I can definitely have a... The hot chocolate. It's yes. also trapped in a uh, in like a, a very defined time period, like literally five years, where people could use email, but not everyone knew how it worked. Like yeah. it's a very yeah time bound. Love it. Was that yeah, a five year period where people could use email but didn't know how it worked? <laughs> Michael always said stuff like this. He says, "Oh, it's, that's an interesting film because it's set at a particular time," and you're like, "Whoa!" And you're like, Hold on. So is everything. <laughs> But like, presumably it's a movie that doesn't make sense to people who see it now, you know? And yeah, incomprehensible, Michael. It's like Beckett. <laughs> <laughs> Could you say that The Land Before Time is a set at a particular time? <laughs> no, that's the only, that's the only one. The exception not. that proves the rule. <laughs> that and the never-ending story. Yes. Jamie, yours is the only choice so far that I actually want to watch. Oh fuck you too! Aren't Honestly, you? I'd recommend it. We it is. <laughs> yeah, we okay. pour our hearts out uh, to you, and you throw it back yeah. in our Ross face. Ross has brought a non-Christmas film, and yes, the most Christmassy yeah. of them all. Connor's crying his eyes out at an old man. <laughs> yeah. Gremlins you, is teary what? too. It's Mags next. Thank God. 
again it's not really a christmas movie it's just on um rt every christmas uh the sound of music Um, very much inextricably a Christmas movie for me I love the songs I love the sustainability of making clothes out of curtains (laughs) I love I love really powerfully rooting for a middle aged divorcee to bag his 16 year old governess Um, how unstoppably hot Christopher Plummer is in that movie mm, and yeah. how like I definitely would any day of the week um, <laughs> particularly when he's in that jacket with the velvet collar like Oof. perfection um, <laughs> Captain yeah, I, I think that's what Captain I have, takes I have fallen into yeah. your Von Trapp <laughs> oh yeah you can organise nice. my family concert any day of the week yeah. um, right, so what's your favourite you song? can Christopher my plumber <laughs> Um, it's um, I am sixteen, going on seventeen, I think. What's the one that Liesel sings in the garden with the Nazi? That's that one. Oh, I am sixteen. No. Yeah. yeah, that one where she's running around and they're both yeah. leaping up on benches and stuff, and he's yeah. not too big Nazi. What was that pickle? Yeah, um, yeah, it's just a great movie. Hugh, what's your pick? Oh, I mean, I'm glad that people have laid the ground by by breaking all the rules of the draft because I don't care about Christmas movies. I don't really have any Christmas movies. Like I watch, yeah, I, I watch movies at Christmas, but but not specifically yeah. Christmas movies. It was nice when there was some sort of regulation, but I was just like, oh, uh, any film, what <laughs> films so you like? Obviously, uh, one of my favorite films and, and Jeremy's favorite films uh, comes under those criteria, which is uh, Back to the Future, which is always a great Christmas watch. Um, I, when, I, when someone mentioned Bill Murray, I was like, oh yeah, Groundhog Day. But it's just snow. It's just cold. Um, but I mean, I guess if I want half the audience to shout at me and half the audience to violently defend me, I could just say Die Hard, which is great. Um, any of the first yep. three Die Hards, all, all great. But I guess I'll go with number one. Well, three all Christmas, Christmas all oh, definitely know, Christmas all? movies. The first no, and second, not sure. I mean, I don't think they're Christmas movies. Oh no, of course it's not. They are. New York. I don't think they're Christmas movies either, but whatever, I don't care. <laughs> Great pick, Gladiator. Yes. I watch Gladiator most Christmases as well. Is that a Christmas oh, movie? What? No, you pick one. You pick Marcus one. Aurelius is post Christ. On the spectrum, though, Die Hard is more of a Christmas movie than Gladiator. Gladiator. Mm. Yeah, he says ho 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 in it. Mm. Welcome to the party, pal. Wait, when's Gladiator set? Oh, like early December, I think. <laughs> 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 How do we know that those same Romans weren't involved in the death of... No, hang on, that was... Oh, hang on, wrong one. Sorry, crack on. <laughs> Gladiator is an Easter film. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a kind of... Um, it's an unusually laddish choice from you, Die Hard. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yes. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll, for you. I'll take, that, for I'll take you. that as a compliment, to be honest, yeah. Well, oh, listen, you know. haven't seen me running around in a vest and jeans and no socks on. Good Lord. <laughs> No, no, no one has. No one has. <laughs> Alan, you're a Gracie. Alan Grace, you're your movie. I'm surprised I didn't get picked yet. I did have Batman Returns down as well in my choices, and and it is a Christmas movie firmly. Uh, <laughs> they 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 do that shot of the big Gotham Christmas tree at least mm-hmm. twenty times throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's there's kind of Grinch like qualities to. Um, Christopher Walken's character, but uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to go and back. Isn't to... there a weird Christmas parade with all yeah. seven extras that they hired for yeah. that film? Yeah, they they lashed Danny DeVito down a river on I think it's Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. So it's Christmas, but I, I'm gonna go back to <laughs> the little green fella, marriage material, Kermit the Frog. It's a month of Christmas Carol by far. 
Oh, it's got amazing. It's amazing. Got Never best seen soundtrack. This. It's a great so choice. Glad. From a personal perspective, it helped me get over one of my great fears. Um, I have frogs. I, no, of course no. poverty. Time-based ghosts. <laughs> I can never say it. It's a, a, a automatonophobia. We have a fear of puppets. Um, oh, and it's not all puppets. It's it's only those kind of foamy ones, and only again if they're made to look like humans. So the animal ones are fine. But your old racist Dalmio adverts or Statler and Waldorf oh. absolutely terrify me. Um, so I, I take a lot of Bringing personal pride. Bringing wokeness to a whole new level. Are you saying when's your Dalmio day is not Italian? <laughs> we asked an Italian substitute teacher that and he did not find that funny. No. Let me tell you. Just, just to be clear, my problem wasn't the racism. It was the, the medium by which they're portraying the racism through. Mm. If you just got me some bog-standard Irish white people doing a bit of racism, no problem. <laughs> was it their foamy faces? Is that the yeah, problem? It's, it's when they're... And, like, the, the end of forgetting Sarah Marshall's a tough watch as well. Any, any of those foamy ones where they're made to look human, I just cannot mm. abide. <laughs> Sorry, for a moment there, I thought the Dolmio family were in the end of forgetting Sarah Marshall. I was really confused. <laughs> but so, but Kermit still is still marriage material against all the. Well, he's not a he's not a human, of course. Did you know that Kermit was made out of Jim Henson's um, mother's coat and a pair of ping pong balls? <laughs> Thank God you said that. Yeah. I think you said that. <laughs> Jim Henson, Jim Henson, the Golden State Killer. <laughs> No, I... it's, uh, it's it's uh, he, he calls himself a taxi kermist. Oh. Hugh, that was that was very good. Yeah, it's very good. You're yeah, Michael. What's our third round of the draft? So the final round is I think where the competition comes into it because actually it doesn't seem like any of you have been sort of vying for the same draft options in in, in these two rounds. But the final round we've got a limited number of choices because so I'm going to ask you to pick your favorite Christmas sweet. Uh, has to be one of the sweets from either a box of celebrations, a tin of Cadbury's roses, a punnet of Quality Street, or a basin of miniature heroes. He's done his research. <laughs> so, so you got to pick your top sweet from uh, from each of those uh, those four collections. Uh, from so each of them. Left with a. Just from one of them. From oh, one of them. I was going to say I was yeah. going to need a lot more time. <laughs> We're halfway through the podcast. <laughs> Alan, Alan gets to go again. Oh, I'm up first this time. Oh, Meal okay, and I are going to have some bounties. I'm yeah, I'm going to start for the Milky Way. Come on, yeah. fine. Well, I, I've got I've got problems with this uh, question from the off. Um, Fantastic. First of all, yeah, is it about Christmas or? Well, it's a good it's a good point, Will. I don't think celebrate- they're not Christmas flavored. You can eat Quality Street any time of year. Yeah, celebrations or heroes shouldn't be in this category. They're just smaller I completely versions of agree. all the other times of the year. You may as well say that mini pizzas yeah. are your favourite Christmas food. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Ross, Ross would be totally on board with that. Yeah, and he'd be right. If you could eat it at Christmas. It should be shitty sweets that you wouldn't eat at any other time of the year until they're wheeled out in a tin of roses or a tin of Quality Street. <laughs> the celebration of heroes are something you eat all, t- all year round. So you, have to, you should have to choose from a bad selection of chocolates here. Seconded. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to allow this. Uh, the, the only thing I think is nobody's going to pick any quality street. So no, it's quality street for nonsense. Correct. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pick a quality street. <laughs> Can I pick um, Con- Connor's chicken sandwich that made him sweat from his face? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says Christmas like sweating from your no, face. You know what? You know what? Yeah. You asked for it. We're going for one. We're just going for a box of roses. That's it. Oh. Man. 
See oh, what wow. you did. See what you did. Oh wow! <laughs> Down to roses. Oh, God. Well, a- anyone picking anyone picking one of the strawberry cream ones should be on some sort of register. Um, Let's just wait till we get to the second pick, Gracie. Don't don't say yeah. that. <laughs> Re- register of the people who arrived early and absolutely nailed it. Uh, now, despite being so passionate about that, I, I don't actually really like chocolate, so I'm not too bothered about this question at all. So I'll, I'll just take the, the standard fudge one. Don't like chocolates. Standard yeah. fudge. It's yeah, actually it's actually called country fudge. Country fudge. Yeah. That is insane. Standard fudge is my favorite Christmas movie, actually. Um, and country fudge is my favorite Christmas insult. <laughs> Hugh, what do you go for? I like roses, and I think yeah, they'd be they'd be the Christmas sweet. I mean, listen, yeah, celebrations and and heroes. I also just think it's cheating because it's like oh, just have a little version of some bar that you like. And um, whereas roses, they have to do their own thing. Although admittedly, there is now a dairy milk block in the roses, which is a very safe bet. And despite the fact that I love a golden barrel, um, or even the <laughs> you look like you're reading an auto cue with these things you just heard. Of. <laughs> <laughs> it's called professionalism, Emil. You should give it a try. Um, if you've been affected by any of the issues on today's there's podcast, no, there's no dairy milk thing in anyway. It's been discontinued. Not in Ireland. It's oh, still over here. Ah, sorry, <laughs> sorry. sorry. Yeah. Let me get over there. Here, what do you go for? Come on. Uh, well, despite the fact that I could probably leave it and get it with a later pick in the draft, I always do go in and take all the strawberry ones first up because I just yeah. like them too oh, much. Yeah. Well. Jesus and, uh, Christ! Yeah, I just just plow into them. Are, are you and okay? You shouldn't be allowed to work with children. <laughs> Who hurt you? <laughs> so this, the strawberry dream is like the the blue and navy dress versus the white and gold dress. Like people see this thing completely different. Very contemporary yeah. reference, Michael. Hot out of the machine. Yes. Hey, quick, everyone! Let's do the mannequin challenge. <laughs> <laughs> let's do the Harlem Shake. <laughs> Michael read that in a youth trends document at work. <laughs> Dr. Marguerite Carter, who's uh, giggling uh, very charmingly. What's what's your pick? Oh. <laughs> so, so I would 100% pick the strawberry cream one. There's nothing like the luscious acidic fondant of a strawberry sweet. And actually, I completely also think the strawberry cream one in Quality Street. But now that that one's already been taken, I'd like to pick another deranged fruit chocolate, which is the, I think, I can't remember what exactly it's called. It's like the apple crumble one <laughs> from oh. Milk Tray. Milk Tray? Are we- can I not have a milk tray? It's not Valentine's Day, mate. It's Christmas. It's yeah. roses. You have to go for something from the from the roses, right? Oh. Although, if if you argue confidently enough, you can change anything on this podcast. So. <laughs> oh well, then I want the one with the orange goo, the second the best tang- one. Tangy orange. Tangy orange cream. Tangy orange. Mm. Yeah. A discerning choice. Yeah. If I may. It's got that bang of um, childhood ibuprofen off it, you know? Yeah. But it's kind of got. Um, it's kind of the poor man's orange uh, strawberry dream, though, isn't it? Yeah, well, like, it's a placebo for back pain as well. Like, it does everything. It's great. Yeah. Tangy orange. A great course. Jamie, we turn to you. What are you going for? Well, when I originally I was going to say bounty because I, I really oh. love bounty. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. I love this, a bounty. I love exactly. a bounty. That's the thing. It's I, fresh fruit I, I never get it. And... <laughs> oh, sorry. One of your right. five a day. Allowed. One of your five a day. 
So I, I suppose I'll go with the coconut eclair. That's the equivalent in the. In the uh, Do we have different roses here? I'm just I'm looking not... on eBay right now. And <laughs> eBay. I would not yeah, buy that's those. That's the first thing that came up for me, but th- there is a there is a there's one called Brazilian Darkness. Which oh yes. yeah, we've got that one. Discontinued. Why are that's you gone. buying your really. individual chocolates on eBay, Jamie? It was just the first link that came up. I said roses and. Jamie, can you can you be honest now with all these phishing texts going around? How many times do you get scammed a week by clicking a link on your phone? <laughs> far far too many. Yeah. Um, that's how Jamie and I met. That's what we best friends. Yeah. So uh, that's the, they've been discontinued. So I can tell you that in the in the Irish roses, uh, I can tell you what's left. We've the hazelnut caramel, the Cadbury Dairy Milk Chunk, the Golden Barrel, the Hazel Whirl, Caramel, Signature Truffle, and the Signature Truffle. What Signature Truffle? Is this one of your made up games again? <laughs> and the and the deep fried goat's cheese. <laughs> <laughs> We could, Michael. We could let Jamie have one from the the English box. Yeah, fair enough. He's, he sourced it himself on eBay. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what did he say it was? It was like an Eaton Mess creme caramel or something. What was it? Coconut. No, I'm I'm an Eaton Mess creme caramel. Um, this is this is the the coconut coconut eclair. Coconut eclair. That's what it says on eBay. Coconut eclair. I imagine it's I imagine it's like a bounty. Okay, coconut eclair. Okay, coconut eclair. Co- Connor McAndrew. So. Uh, for me, uh, I would always go for the one with the nut nut, and then uh, I actually prefer the one without the caramel. So just the choc- just chalky and caramel, or just chalky and the nut, and then a, a close second. <laughs> that was your uh, comedy duo, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I I was chalky. Oh, no, which which one is that? It's the hazelnut swirl. Or whirl, yeah. Hazel whirl, hazel okay. Whirl. But is the hazel a bit crunched up in that? Is it? No, it's just whole. Maybe it's purple with orange frills. It's like a little trim, little piped, a little piped. Didn't they down. come out with a with a with a bar of that or the Quality Street equivalent? Didn't they make like a they hazelnut not, in the the quality the Quality Street bar, the purple yeah. one? How big was no the way. nut? No that way. Quality Street yeah, one is the Brazil nut one. Oh, even worse. Ooh. Brazil nuts are disgusting. Like hazelnuts are already nature's greatest trick. You know the country was actually named after the nut and not the other way around. (laughs) You know that I'll believe that. Conor McAndrew once convinced me that Cat Stevens was the head of the World Bank. (laughs) Yeah, I did actually, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we move... Jeremy, I'm intrigued to hear what you'll say. Are we still still doing the thing? (laughs) Two dry dry patties. Two dry patties between a dry bun wrapped in tin foil. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I was gonna say the classic heroes dairy milk. So, yeah, sort of like Gracie. I'm not. I'm not a chocolate man. I'd probably have that nugget thing though. So I'm just There's like a, a dairy milk chunk. Yeah, but no, we can't do the dairy milk ones though. Right? No, we but that's the in heroes. the Irish box of roses. You can. Oh, is it? Mm. Oh, they've they sold out. Yeah, for the plain man at last. They're Cadbury roses. <laughs> Hey <laughs> man, is that your lifestyle brand slogan? El hombre plano. <laughs> so for the for the gentleman, the, Sign me up. the dairy milk chunk. Correct. For the gentleman who eats tuna without any flavouring. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, I'd say, I'd say you no more eat tuna, do you? Oh, I would never eat tuna. I wouldn't even look at tuna. Jesus, no, no, no. What if we infused it with spicy tomato, though? <laughs> Absolutely not, no. No. Jeremy, how, how much would you have to be paid? Yeah, to what would it take? Oh, God, like... Th- 
How much of it would ten. I have to eat? Whole tin. A tin, yeah. Whole tin. And you got to drink the brine. I I once tasted like a like a like a pate at a wedding, and nearly got sick for days. <laughs> and and Jeremy, does like that, it's the texture. Does it it's sound worse? Does it sound worse if it's been mashed up with some mayonnaise or straight from the tin, oh, oily and briny? Worse. Put some coleslaw in there. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, no. Why do you hate tuna? So other than that, it smells like death. But it's why do you hate tuna? Tuna, coleslaw. Egg mayonnaise. How do people oh, look at these things? Those are three very, very different <laughs> things. Put them all together. No. <laughs> not not common. Not a common sandwich order. No. <laughs> I, I just don't even think I could do it. My, my, my palate just wouldn't accept it. I, just, I couldn't. <laughs> I'd, I'd attempt to find a lot money, but... Oh. You're you're too genteel. You're too delicate. Hmm. You're our little, just, you're our little just... pin, prince. Our petit prince <laughs> on the call. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Ross. Well, my choice was going to be the sauciest uh, rose of all, which is obviously the coffee cream. Uh, but uh, the Christmas Nazis who run this podcast uh, have decided we're not allowed discontinued roses. So I'm going to no, have... No, J- Jamie got one. I'll, I'll, we'll allow it. <laughs> okay, excellent. Then, yeah, the, yeah. the coffee cream. Really, the grown-up really went, choice went in hard with the Nazi reference, and <laughs> then you just softened immediately. You, <laughs> you could have just asked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The coffee cream. That's a lovely choice. Do you like a? Do you like a? What? What are those? Those coffee biscuits called? Oh, Is the cafe noir? noir. Oh yeah. Ooh. Oh, that really made eleven-year-old Ross feel like a grown-up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the worst <laughs> sentence that's ever been said on the phone. <laughs> Here are some other things that made 11 year old Ross feel like a grown up. Oh, gosh. Egg mayonnaise, <laughs> and tuna. Tuna, my father's discarded business cards. <laughs> uh, fancy socks. Anyway. <laughs> Will, what are you going for? Uh, could I please have a large glass of homemade Christmas vodka? <sighs> we go to we, we go to we go to the VAR, I suppose, for this. Michael, what do you think? You're what's, the... what's your definition of a rose here, Will? <laughs> Actually, in 14th century Hampshire, a rose. <laughs> vodka is made of roses. No, I'm just I'm just seeing I'm seeing how I can get away with it because I've just got basically some wrappers left at this stage. Uh, I just don't care anymore. I'll take whatever's in the box. Okay. You know what? For that, for that attitude, he's getting the caramel. Oh come the on! I'm one. so close. <laughs> oh, no. You've still got the golden barrel, Emil. You've still got the golden barrel. The caramel that he's ended no. up with is the hard caramel. No, I'm not eating what I don't want. Just anyway, carry on. Go on. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have the golden barrel, you chump. Placing. Eighth in the draft. I think that's a low position for the golden barrel. It'll be number one or two. Golden barrel is garbage. Absolute garbage. <laughs> I thought you'd love a golden barrel, man. <laughs> I loved when they when they looked more like a golden. They were in the little proper wrapper, and now they're in those stupid. The only wrappers. thing that I like about the golden barrel is unwrapping two golden barrels at the same time to make a full barrel. And then <laughs> barrel, that. yeah. But to be frank, it's a significant choking hazard. So oh, yeah, be but, careful. But if, you, if you really open the spigot properly. <laughs> You know, and just <laughs> let that caramel pour. <laughs> you could do that with anything. You could unwrap two strawberries and make a full I strawberry. Do that too. <laughs> <laughs> My mind just wants it to be a complete thing. I find it very stressful that it's got one flat surface. It's not right. Michael, Michael do you think that two hemispheres of chocolate pushed together look like a strawberry? 
The strawberry dream one is in the shape Not of Not anymore, strawberry. Michael. He's thinking of milk tray. Milk tray alert. Milk tray alert. I'm actually a flat barrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mondelez. This is, this is like Mondelez when Mondelez bought Cadbury's or they did that merger when they moved the bits of the, the Toblerone spikes farther away from each other to like take, take yeah. a little more chocolate out. That's why all of the roses are now just rectangles. They're all sad, Subhuman domed rectangles. <laughs> yeah. uh, hungry profiteering of capitalist firms in the Cost of Living Crunch. So. Cost of Living Crunch is my favourite cereal. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's nearly stopped breathing there trying to get that out of head of I was really frustrated. I was like, can I change my choice to the Cost of Living Crunch? Actually, this is an edited podcast. Can I change my choice to the Cost of Living Crunch? That's a much better line. It's, it's very objectively bitter. a better line. We weren't talking about cereal. Use my take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Emil gets last pick in the draft overall. Emil, are you going for the, the blue caramel? The hard blue caramel that nobody wanted? Well, you know what it is. If Quality Street was here, I would have definitely gone for the toffee coin. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Knowing, oh, knowing yeah. The That's the absolute worst chocolate in any of the mixes. Not even a chocolate. Not even yeah. a chocolate, is it? Emil, you're probably still chewing on the first one you ever tried. Like That's actually my wisdom teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The sweetest engineer to stick to both the wrapper and then went out of the wrapper, the roof of yeah, your mouth. Exactly. Like the number of those mm-hmm. have nearly taken mm-hmm. me out. Michael, yeah. is this your version of all melt in your mouth, not in your hands? Like I'll stick to the roof of your wrapper. <laughs> Should be so lucky. It, it does seem like I'm going to have to take that really hard caramel, but I've just had a quick scan through the discontinued ones. And whilst in there you've got things like Turkish Delight, which joins yeah. you've got things like black cherry cream I feel as though my entire life is just a load of really bad discontinuations that have upset me such as you know the Cadbury's <laughs> Dream the, the McDonald's Chicken Premiere oh. the Salsa Legend all the things I like <laughs> get taken away and anyway look just to come full circle I would like to take the discontinued one of a lime barrel because then oh. you can you can roll it both ways <laughs> is that your uh, Tinder profile to me? Is it? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> so, Michael, do you want to do a summary? Or will I do a summary of, of where we're at? Uh, well, we're 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 finished. Yeah. <laughs> In more ways best. than one. For the best. Yeah. Control all save done. <laughs> Michael, yeah. Michael, you're really acting up because there's people here who show it off. Yeah. Put, me, put me in my place. Well, tonight, thank God it's them instead <laughs> of you. Oh, please tell me we're doing a full bandaid before we go. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay, Alan Grace. Has Outcast Players Ball, Movie and Muppets Christmas Carol, and a standard fudge. Hugh <laughs> has Merry, Merry Christmas Everybody Slave. He's going to be watching Die Hard and eating Strawberry Dreams. I've won Max. the draft. It's like, uh, That's a proper yeah, that is the I want to be at that party. Ma- yeah. Mags has Feed the World, Do They Know It's Christmas, uh, watching The Sound of Music and eating nothing but tangy orange cream. Absolutely. Red flag. That is, that is a lonely so Christmas. <laughs> My God. Cackling through all of them. The most cerebral person on the podcast is watching or listening to Dominic the Donkey, uh, watching You've Got Mail, and eating the discontinued Coconut Eclair fresh from eBay. Connor Very sophisticated. Is uh, listening to Wings, A Wonderful Christmas Time. He's watching Scrooge, and he's eating Hazel Whirls. Yeah, I'll say, Connor, you were, in my book, you were winning the draft until the last round, and you just pushed it. You just went too far. You yeah. just. You're showboating on that hazelnut world. 
Jeremy's going to be snacking on some dairy milk chunks, listening to proper, proper, proper selector and watching, watching the gremlins. Ross what? is listening to the Anya, could you sing us some proper gremlins? Watching the gremlins while he's listening to the to the, the, to the properly selection. Christmas bow selection. <laughs> Can you sing us some of the proper Crimbo Selector song, please? Or I don't think that that would be. I, I is. I don't know what it is really. Oh, perfect. I, I perfect. Yes, ending. Next question. <laughs> the full Michael Jackson opening with John Leslie. Some of the Craig David. Craig David guy comes from something like Craig David UK tour. Can I use your toilet? <laughs> Great show. Is that, is that when it's, uh, isn't it the one where um, halfway through is Craig David gets a knock on the door from David Gray? It does. And David yeah. Gray says to Craig David, he says, Do you want to come to the pub? He said, David Gray, no, I don't, not with you wearing those antlers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a magnificent thing. Is this all in the song? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Okay, Ro- Ro- Ross is listening to the Carol of the Bells. He's watching Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade and he's uh, having another, presumably, eBay coffee cream. Uh, Merry Will Christmas, is... you filthy animals. <laughs> Will is listening to Dicks and Balls and Beer and he's watching the movie called Nativity and he's eating the Golden Barrel. And Emil is listening to Las Vegas Fuck You, It's Over. He's watching Home Alone and he's eating the... Lime Barrel. I'm not listening to. I've not listened to "Fuck You" at all. That was one of the songs from the album. Sorry. Oh, so, what, what? A snowflake fell and it felt like a kiss. Thank oh, you. Oh, my apologies. Right. Okay. Fuck you. It's over on you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Michael. Yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna stick uh, those songs up on a playlist uh, when we release this episode as well, so you can you can check in on, on some of those songs. Onya and Michael, the producers whose hearts are two times too small. How are you? How are you doing this Christmas? Well, you've all you've all you've all gone through the ringer for me, uh, so I really appreciate it, and uh, you've made my Christmas. So thank you. Also, the the sprout smell really bad at the stage. So. <laughs> I don't understand this, Michael. There's something wrong with either the sprouts, the pot, or your house. Like tonight, thank God it's Michael <laughs> instead of us. <laughs> That's the true spirit of Christmas. Uh, Onya, you got anything to say? <laughs> I've had, a, I've had a lovely time and it's great to be here with, with you guys for uh, this sort of Last Supper vibe. Um, Who's going to die? Who's getting betrayed? I, I, I don't know why I went for that. Again, again that's Easter. Easter reference. Yeah. I'm aiming oh. to kiss all of you on the cheek. So. Can you imagine if the Last Supper was on Christmas dinner? Jesus would be like, this is a shit birthday. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Pull my cracker at least before you arrest me. <laughs> So this has been the Legitimate Likes Christmas dinner. We've all had a lovely time. Uh, Hugh, have you had a nice time at this Christmas? I have, yeah. Still got a cold. Yeah? But that's very seasonally appropriate, isn't it? The baby Jesus was born with a cold. Very sneezingly appropriate. No, (laughs) absolutely perfect. Sneezingly appropriate. Nice. Thank you for listening to Legitimate Likes, the Christmassy podcast where we take a look at some of you. Why am I doing that bit? Why am I doing the start again? <laughs> oh, my oh my god, are we doing this again? <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you so much for coming. I can't oh, remember yeah. the impression I did at the start. That was pretty Thank good. Thank you so much for coming into the Legitimate <laughs> Likes Christmas <laughs> podcast. We'd love to hear from you and for you to come back. And so we're all going to sing you out with We Wish You a Merry Christmas. 2397. We wish you a Merry Christmas. 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 But say a prayer. Pray for the other one. <laughs> that slapped. Hey, jingity jing. It's Dominic the donkey. Jingity jing. The Italian Christmas donkey. La la la. La 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 la. La la la. La 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 la. Santa's got a little friend, his name is Dominic The cutest little donkey, you'll never see him kick Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.